Thank you for starting your Monday with us. Um, the second ceremony for the Queen, you know, everybody knows about the first state funeral, the first one, but the second ceremony, you guys know. Um, That's the private one, right? Private and smaller. 2,000-something people fit in Westminster Abbey. And then for the second one, the, it's called a committal service. Um, That's where she's and, actually interred. Right. Thank you. There, our royal consultant, Sam. Yeah, somebody's been reading, <laughs> That's why she's reading. Someone's been reading the handbook. Um, smaller, 800 or so people. And I'm thinking, that's not small. Yeah. I've never been to a funeral that was 800 well, people. As but, far as the royal family goes, that's small. Uh, you're yeah. right. Correct. But what's so interesting to me about the second one is that it's filled with... Not dignitaries and world leaders as much as, well, the family, of course, will be right. there. But it's her personal staff. Oh. People also who worked on her estates, which is a lot of people right. who knew her intimately. Yeah. Who knew her habits, who knew how she took her sandwiches. Yeah. People who probably loved her and deserved to be there. And I'm sure they consider themselves family in their own way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The royal beekeeper. The royal beekeeper, correct, who went and said goodbye or told the bees last week yeah. that uh, you have a new master. Yeah. And his name is King Charles. <laughs> but um, I just, in all this ceremony, I love that that is happening because everyone should have that. Yeah. Uh, the personal yeah. ceremony. I don't, I'm not it's, saying that people are, you know, standing up and telling stories. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. our favorite kind of ceremonies. But, but those are the people that will not, that, you know, aren't in Downton, Down, Downton Abbey. <laughs> oh, Westminster well, Abbey. Someone's been watching too much TV. Oh, Lord. No, wonder, oh, no wonder you're our royal consultant, oh, Sammy. do a TV show. Yeah. These, yeah, the it, ones that have the stories. Yes. Well, and I guess anybody in public life like that is going to have two. There's always going to be the family slash more intimate mm-hmm. viewing, yeah. and then the, you know because the public deserves obviously to be able to pay tribute like yeah. they did earlier. Yeah, you, we all have also had that experience of being so tense going into uh, any sort of memorial that you you need the release so much that mm-hmm. there's even there can even be laughter yeah. and there can mm-hmm. even be good things that come out of the day. And I do think they do say she was really funny, and so who knows what kind of stories. You know, we'll all we'll all miss from the second ceremony. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider at six twenty. Coming up next, though, speaking of how funny the Queen was, one of the funniest things that she did that made her staff laugh every time. I can't believe you guys didn't know about the royal we, and I do mean we W I I. The game, the game, not the way the Queen referred to herself. <laughs> I didn't know the they royal had a royal we. I mean, if you go back in time, did they have a royal Atari and all that too? Okay, I mean, well, <laughs> actually, they did have a royal we because of the Queen being a gamer. Yeah, we're learning oh, so wait. much about. She was her. a gamer. Yes, she didn't let the world know that, but her staff knew it. I mentioned it last week that she liked to play Wii bowling. Oh. Right? Well, and she it, loved real bowling anyway, right? I don't know about that. Uh, do they have royal lanes? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they do. I mean, unless that was something I saw on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> just, I, I mean, so. it is a big palace. I'm sure there was room for it. Yeah, for whatever reason, I thought recreation was Okay, like so that. the word is Her Majesty was a gamer, and she was hilarious to watch, yeah. according to her staff. The palace staff would love it when they would hear the wee kick on, especially bowling. She was hysterical. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah.
I mean, it's just funny to watch somebody play Wii anyway, especially bowling. Well, she picked it up after she saw William play. Oh. She got so good at it. The gaming company, the Wii. And I'm thinking it's whether she was good or not, it's that she's the she was the queen. Right. Um, they made her a custom 24 karat gold Wii console. Sent it to her. She wow. they got it to her. She was like, "Oh, this is lovely," but she could not keep it. They there are rules that they can't accept that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would just yeah, be like right. bling to the max if they did. And yeah. would, you so know, what did they do raffle there, it off to the employees. So, there's some <laughs> some security reasons why they can't. Where also. is it? Apparently, it went on eBay for three hundred thousand dollars. Wow. So it's out there somewhere. Somebody's hmm. got it. Wow. But isn't that? I'm sorry. Let's go back to how cute it is. That she played Wii Bowling and yeah. that she was good and she picked it up from William. Um, I love that idea. I would just I just want to know. And the 24-karat gold Wii. The person who has it. You can go over to the house. Hey, you want to play some Wii? Wait, is that gold? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 24-karat. Only the best. Okay. You would have that yeah. sitting behind glass. Would you not turn around and sell one day? I would think William would want it one day. Ah. That's true. But it does show you that there is a whole other side to these royals that Mm -hmm. they don't let the world see. Coming up next. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, Dancing with the Stars is back tonight. Mm. Did you realize it? Because it's different. I'm going to tell you about it next. Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Wendy's. Tonight is the season premiere, season 31 premiere of Dancing with the Stars. Oh my goodness, but it's different this time. You guys remember what's different? Didn't they move the channel? Yeah. It's on streaming now, right? They moved the channel. Okay, Papa. <laughs> Didn't they move the channel up to the UHF? <laughs> it's not on ABC this time. It's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. If you want to watch the season, it's Disney+, Plus, Dancing with the Stars. You know the whole ABC, Disney, hey, marriage. Yes, yeah, one thing. Exactly. So it's the first time it won't be there. Um, some Real Housewives stars there. Some TikTok stars. Not 100 million names that you know. Oh, and I miss the days when it was Maxim dancing. Ah, can yeah. we all just remember that? It'll be interesting so to see how it does on Disney+. Plus. I know. If you're a real fan of that show, you're going to follow it. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, also, it's the premiere of The Voice on NBC. That's actually on the network. Season 22. And it's not Ariana this time, but Camila Cabello joining. Mm-hmm. She joins the, the coaches panel. Man. Yeah. And, bring uh, that. Blake's wife is back. Yeah, so... She's in her own so right. Gwen and Blake, are they on at the same time? Yes, yeah. they are. Okay. Can you imagine working with your spouse? No, Jody, I can't. <laughs> so Gwen, Gwen Stefani, Camila Cabello, John Legend, and Blake Shelton. Uh-huh. And this is their 22nd season on NBC. The state funeral for Queen Elizabeth II today. I guess I didn't put two and two together about Westminster Abbey and what a... An important place it has been for her, not just for all of Britain, but her. It's where she got married. It's where her coronation was. And now it's where her final, you know, goodbye has taken place, as it should. Um, The casket, when it was being moved in by those servicemen, that was so interesting to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's a heavy casket because it's made of like... Wood and lead. Yeah. Is the lead to make sure it lasts forever? I, we, could, we could look into it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's an important casket. Yeah. <laughs> at least. Um, it, the flowers on top of that casket that we saw um, were from her garden oh. at Balmoral. 
so from her garden, they were specific, and the yeah. royal standard flag. And then there's all the, those objects, like the, uh, the, the, that crown, which was also made for the coronation of her father in 1937. Wow. It's a very heavy, legit, it contains almost 3,000 diamonds and 17 sapphires. And that doesn't get buried with her, though. They take that back to the... Uh... Of course. It has to be... She, she wore it or had some sort of ceremony with it once a year <clears throat> at mm-hmm. the beginning of Parliament. Something like that. What about that that ball, that orb, or there's, the yeah, scepter yeah. on the casket? Well, there's a lot on on that on the queen's coffin. So it's draped in the royal this the royal standard flag, right? And the instruments on top are the instruments of the state. So the royal imperial imperial crown, which we were just telling you about, then the sovereign's orb mm. and the sovereign's scepter with a cross. Yeah, they belong to the monarchy. Yeah, it's just a part of. Their traditions. I saw over the weekend they were letting Harry or Harry wore his uniform, but right. he's not wearing not it today. today. Yeah, Mm-mm. he didn't. Mm-mm. And that was interesting to watch everyone walk in. Yeah, to see Charles and then to see William looking. And that William st- looks more like a king than anyone. And they stand guard. I didn't realize the family did that. Mm-hmm. Sam's music news brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Well, we got our first look at the Whitney Houston biopic. This is the official biopic, okayed by the estate and mm-hmm. also backed by Clive Davis. My voice is gone. What? You start the show tonight. No talking back. I'm your mother. There's a boy I know. What's your name again? Whitney Elizabeth Houston. That was Clive Davis there. By the way, Stanley mm. Tucci plays Clive Davis. And you, oh, when you wow. look at him in that trailer, Perfect. he looks like it's him. Clive Davis. I yeah. love Stanley Tucci. He's he, so great. Yeah, he actually said he he, he had a, an hour-long Zoom with uh, Clive, I and bet. then they actually met so he could get all the inside oh. stuff. Oh, wow. There. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, we're going to see it December 21st. Naomi Aki is the girl, the actress playing. Whitney. Uh, Whitney. It's directed by the Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, well, one of the writers, excuse me, who uh, wrote Bohemian Rhapsody as well. Okay. The movie, not the song. And uh, I know you're going to wonder about who's singing. It's all Whitney singing. So she's so lip-syncing. She's lip-syncing. Her actual voice. Okay. There's even well, a scene in there with the uh, national anthem, you know, at the Super yep. Bowl. So I think that we want that. You want the Whitney voice. You just want the story. For Whitney, so, I yeah. would say, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Not everybody. Really? Yeah. yeah. When they um, did the Tina Turner, it was Tina's vocals. Special week this week for Miranda Lambert. She and her dogs and her husband are in Vegas because she kicks off her Vegas residency Friday. Yes. Uh, Velvet Rodeo, the Las Vegas residency. What's cool about this one is she's doing a few days every month through April. So it's like she's She'll got a, a few days this month and next month, every month through April, and she's got the dogs with her too. Delta it, Dawn, Cher, and Bellamy. Where is she playing? Which theater? Uh, she is playing at the Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. Yes. Okay. Right in the middle of the strip. And, okay, so you get the director of um, Hunger Games mm-hmm. and a writer from Ozark, and you put them together. They're doing a biopic, but here's the odd thing. It's about the band Sublime. I don't practice. Whoa. Yeah, a couple big names doing it, but uh, they're getting together to do the whole thing about the band Sublime, which, you know, we all like their music. They yeah. must really be fans as well then. Yeah. You know, that's a deep project. And then that's into. a band that not a lot of people know about, too. Mm-hmm. The lead singer there, of course, overdosing and dying about mm-hmm. two months before their big album ever came right. out, and they right. had the big, big success. That's why it's a crazy story. No date or actors or anything tied to it yet. 
love hearing from you the most. So jump in, 877-310-4MSJ or hit us up online. Jody, have you decided yet what you're going to be dressing as? Because I know you got the 60s themed party coming up. It's a 1960s themed cocktail party and I can't wait because like when you can invite it to a themed party, that can be stress. However, yeah. I started Googling, oh my gosh, the 1960s, there's so much. You could show up like Jackie O. Yeah. Or you could show up like that Betty Draper kind of thing that she's, you know, the the housewife looking, which I don't want to yeah, do. Yeah, that's like a very early 1960s. <laughs> I don't want to do that. The one you ought to go for is, speaking of Mad Men, Megan. Remember, yes. she was the secretary, Don Draper's secretary at uh-huh. one point, and she wore the go-go boots and the well, miniskirts. Well, t- the- that's the one I've, you know that that's the one I'm most, most excited about. Yeah. That is more me yeah. because of the boots, Yeah, for one thing. I already have some boots that will... Yeah double as she was breaking go-go. those out of her closet this weekend the thing is it's like when you go to a party like that part of the stress is you want to be in the era but to me i always want to do something that's not there's not going to be seven other people i know okay you know the go-go outfit you're going to have a right. lot of go-go's you're right you know how many captain kirks are you going to have space oh. a final frontier you know that's a no-go for me I'm, I'm sure somebody will probably show up as that but yeah that's not jody yeah. even as uhura you'd make a great uhura but you know yeah. you get you some pointy ears i don't I, that's not me i have to enjoy it uh the beatles i mean come on you mean a beatles like you, you put the wig on you fan? put the suit on oh i don't want to go as a dude that's part of that's the best part of being a, a woman. Oh. I love to dress up oh. like a girl. Okay. Well, what about you know the '60s was a space program, astronauts. This sounds like your wish list yeah, for going really. to this party. It sounds like Sam should be going to this party. <laughs> okay, some other suggestions, but thank you, Sam, from our Facebook page. The other night when I went to Facebook Live, Allison says go go dancer. Mm-hmm. Beth tie dye baby. I forgot about that. Is tie-dye hippie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Holly says, go for the beehive hair. Mm. I think I have enough hair for that. Oh, yeah. And the big ha- headband would be cool. Mm-hmm. I could flip it at the end. Uh, my favorite suggestion, though, is from Lisa. She says, go as Priscilla from back in the day. Uh. <gasps> Be- speaking of beehive, right? I mean, isn't it yeah. kind of that look? I could wear so much makeup, yeah. and I, lo- I love makeup, and I just have to get the big wig. And get and your TCB necklace. Oh, I know. So thank you, Lisa. Thank you for all your suggestions. We'll let you know how the shopping is going. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your next Hollywood Outsider at 720. Coming up next, though, speaking of parties, what to know if you're hosting a party and offering drinks to people who don't drink. You know, we're just talking about a party and the fact that I'm going to a a really cool party soon. And speaking of it... It's a dress up. That's why it's cool. Parties have been different uh, for you guys, especially in the last, well, for Sam, five years. For Murphy, help me. Eleven. Eleven. Help me. I was almost there. It's not my anniversary of... uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Eleven or so years ago that you stopped drinking. You would think my wife before my friend over here would... But anyway, that's okay. (laughs) Okay, don't, let's not play that game. Yeah, and y'all be married 23 yeah. years this year. <laughs> right. Anyway, anyway, right. I want to, parties yeah. have been different for you guys. They have been. Yeah. Since you stopped drinking and. Boy, have they. What's funny is that, you know, when you go to a party, you're supposed to mingle with different people than the people you normally run in circles with. That's like a social, you know, like trick, tip yeah. you are supposed to. But what happens at parties with you guys, because you guys are the ones saying, hey, I'll have another Diet Coke or I'll have an energy drink and the other the rest of us are having a cocktail. Right. I've seen you guys get together 
And I like that, that you have that. You have that. I think yeah. it's made your friendship stronger. Oh, it's partly to drink Diet Cokes, but it's also partly to talk about other people. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Do you see how drunk he is? Yeah. <laughs> is that what I used to look? Oh, my God. You know, I just want to say also for anyone listening, especially young people, drinking a cocktail at a party does not equal getting drunk. Oh, you can right, go to a party right. and have uh-huh. one cocktail. I do it all the time. Yeah. I do. But when there's an open bar... <laughs> And you have issues like we used to have. Yeah. Five and 11 years ago is a different story. I came across this thing I follow on social media. You know, you can follow different groups, and one of them I follow, maybe you should, is called Sober is Cool. Oh. And they just post interesting things, and they posted this, and I wanted to share it with you. Anytime party tip. When someone says they're not drinking or they're refusing an alcoholic beverage that you're offering, do not ask why. Just offer a non-alcoholic option and move on. Because whatever the reason is, it's almost always none of your business. Or... To me, yeah, that's a big thing. I mean, I haven't had a lot of people ask it, but it's like... Yeah. None none for me. Okay, well, here, the Cokes are over here. That's great. That's great. That's how it should be handled. Why not? Got to get up early tomorrow? It doesn't matter. I I don't think I've had anybody ever ask me. Good. Really, they have not. No one's ever asked me that. I guess I've been lucky. wanted to send that out into the world because it really is, okay, when we have, then we have Diet Cokes. Yeah. Yeah. You mean Coke Zero. Exactly. (laughs) Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Wendy's. Who remembers the movie from 2005, and how can you forget when it's Keanu Reeves, Constantine? What if I told you that God and the devil made a wager for the souls of all mankind? No direct contact with humans. That would be the rule. Just influence. You know, what's funny is I saw this movie recently. because Ke- Keanu's face popped up on Netflix or somewhere. It got you, did it? This is a good movie. Oh, this This is movie? one that's like, and I saw an interview that he did with um, one of the late night shows, and they asked him what... You know, because you do a lot of sequels, right? What do you want? What's never? Which which one do you want to do? And he said, "He said this one. They've never come to him about this one, but he wants to do a sequel." Well, they were listening because Constantine is a, a sequel is in the works. Awesome! And Keanu Reeves is attached to star along with the same director. His name is Francis Lawrence. Mm. So to pick up where that story left off, I can't remember where it left off. I just remember the movie kind of scaring me. Yeah, because I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I don't do so well when those world like you know mystery and and big screen and and those sort of subjects. But it was like, like a, I cry. It felt like a Keanu movie though. I it know. just had that feel to it. Well, it's because of the way he says things. Yeah, and he wears that black suit with the little skinny tie. <laughs> Every movie. And you're not alone in your excitement, Sam, because social media this weekend blew up with excitement about Constantine the sequel coming. So we know it's on the way. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'm going to share with you some of the moments from today's funeral for Queen Elizabeth II. I think today is the first time we've ever together watched a funeral in studio. Well, yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah. Well, did we years ago watch Princess Die? Her funeral? I didn't know you. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, I wasn't the one in here at that time. How about that answer? I remember it, but I wasn't the one in here with you guys at that time. Okay, so look. um, What thought occurred to me when watching that family walk into Westminster Abbey for that funeral, the Queen's Mm -hmm. funeral, they know they're also on television. Oh, yeah. Isn't that strange? Mm -hmm. It's like they, well, they're being watched by billions while walking into that church 
mourning their grandmother. And that church is filled. It's like more than 2,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I, obviously, well, we're making sure it all comes off like it's supposed to. They probably know that, but aren't, they're just so used to being in the spotlight. I guess. It probably is just another day with lights and cameras. You're right. right. I, I guess mean, they're I don't, used to I, it. I'm not saying the funeral's like another day. I'm yeah. just saying for them in front of cameras, right? And yeah. I assume those cameras, that some of the angles, some of the shots of Westminster Abbey are absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. because it's the Abbey, that it has to be done discreetly, I would yeah, think. Yeah, and they've done it before a bunch of times, so they know where the cameras go. The one I know, I know. you're talking about the family, but what about the great-grandkids? Because we saw them walking with William. Right. You know, they've got to sit there and... And it's not no, like you're taking your kids to church. You're, it's and they're like, known, you guys got to be quiet. They were bribed, I'm sure, because they're known for acting a fool yeah. when they're out on the balconies and stuff. Are you kidding? <laughs> totally. I'll tell you something else that's going on today with all the standing and sitting and marching. They're on their feet a lot all day. And Queen Consort Camilla has Camilla has a broken toe. Did you guys oh. catch that? Uh-uh. She broke her toe. It was an injury earlier this month before the Queen's death. Apparently, uh, she was in a lot of pain, but she's being an absolute trooper and i'm sure she has some absolute pain meds i guess this has anything to do with charles no word from the royals about that where what happened here's a little bit more from the state funeral today the grief of this day felt not only by the late queen's family but all round the nation the commonwealth and the world arises from her abundant life and loving service now gone from us. Three things you need to know today. Number one, Queen Elizabeth's funeral watched by billions in 200 countries. And the real story there, though, is that one million public mourners lining the streets of London, mm. giving Britain's law enforcement their biggest job ever. It's their biggest mm. security challenge they've ever had, they said, since World War II huh. and the biggest police operation in London's history because so many people wow. are there. And, of course, over the weekend, they had some unruly, they had somebody trying to run in yeah. and jump barricades and get to the coffin. He did not make it. Mm. Number two, Puerto Rico goes dark with Hurricane Fiona bearing down and made landfall yesterday afternoon directly for that island um, and... They're expecting, you know, these life-threatening floods across Puerto Rico. And there's a second landfall possible in the Dominican Republic today. And Fiona's expected to whip up into the Atlantic there, right? Yes, okay. it's expected to. But they're, everybody's without power right. there at this point. Last check. Uh, number three, Walmart launched an app, ladies, for you to virtually try on clothes. You upload a selfie. You see how clothing would look on your body. You can try different sizes and colors without going anywhere. It's called Be Your Own Model. You said ladies, but can I do this too? I think it started with ladies' clothes, but yes, of course. Okay. And then eventually it features 270,000 wow. women's women's oh. clothing items at the moment. You, I mean, I, dudes are going to go second here. Two things to know today and one other one. <laughs> you know, we love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ to join the conversation anytime. You can also get us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on our website right now, murphysamandjody.com. Proud to offer you game day grub. Our oh, favorite yeah. football mm. food, everything from sliders to dips and whatnot. Um, You're playing this coming weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Or have it make, tonight. Whatever. You can make it Monday for, Night Football. Yeah. That's true. Let's say hi to Grace. What's going on, Grace? I love listening to your guys' show. 
Thank, Thank you. you for that. My daughter enjoys listening to your show. <laughs> How old is she? Um, she'll be four months old next Thursday. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> She's actually a little fussy right now because I shut the radio off so I could call. <laughs> oh, well, turn it back on. Yeah. You can't have fussy four-month-olds. <laughs> the time flies. It so flies. Yeah. It really does. It's amazing to me that four months ago mm-hmm. today she was still in my belly and now she's growing way too fast. Yeah. yeah. Are you getting any sleep? A little. She usually sleeps through the night. That's good. For good. You. Mm. Fingers crossed. You know it'll change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, sweet. I'm ready for the backward cycling. <laughs> yeah. What is her name? Vanessa. Pretty. Mm. Oh, I heard her. Yeah, I heard her. Okay. We'll turn the radio back on for Vanessa. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you guys Have for a great one. call. Thank you, Grace. We appreciate you calling. Man, little kids in the back seat, that is a special place in time. When you're in it, you think you're never going to be out of it. But sure enough, you will be. Yeah. You know, I was hoping that my car would actually be cleaner after we got past those years. But that, didn't, that didn't happen. You can't blame the kids anymore, right? No. <laughs> um, and the sippy cup. Watch out for the sippy cups oh, yeah. because they get if they roll under the your seat, and it's milk in there, and you don't remember it, you'll know the yeah. next time you get in. Yeah, Even if it says it's not going to leak, it, it always seems to. They do. You know, it's Sam, you know, when you were raising your kids, did you have a little threshold for at what point do you clean it, at what point is it too gross to, solid to, to rape? Uh, yeah, I, there was t- I would put a lot of elbow grease into it, a lot of Fantastic. Yeah. But then there's certain things. Like, I'm not even going to yeah, open it. Yeah, at some it. point you're you like, gotta just, okay, well, it's it. part of the car now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not trying to gross you out, Grace. Uh, we love hearing from you. Keep it coming anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. I was so glad to be up early to watch the Queen's coffin be moved um, into Westminster Abbey by those military men. And the way they moved it was different. Did you see it? They did this little side-to-side motion completely in step. Mm. I'm sure that's not what it's called. But, um, well, the there's other eight of them, too, instead of six, which right. is usual because the coffin is So lead. heavy. Yeah. It's made of lead and lead wood and wood. Yeah. And wood. Um, what was interesting was what was on top of the coffin. The flowers were from one of her very own gardens. So they were very, it's very special. Mm-hmm. But the other things on top, and I, I know I'm sure they were very secure, but my brain is like, oh, I hope those don't slide off. That's how my brain works. You mean the, the flowers? Orb. I mean the orb yeah. and the crown and the scepter. So here's what we yeah. know. The crown is super heavy itself. The crown was made for her father. A long time ago. It's got yeah. almost 2,000 diamonds on it, a lot of sapphires. It's the real deal. Yeah. Um, this is all uh, part of the crown jewels. <laughs> it sounds like something that's made up, but it's real. These no, are yeah. all crown jewels um, and the scepter. Um, it's also very heavy. It's also a representation of power and governing, and it's been used in every coronation since 1661. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, Yeah, all these things go way back. Um, The orb, also part of the crown jewels. That's the one I thought was going to slide off. I know, but of course it's Uh, mounted. Yeah, this is professional. Obviously, it's held on. I mean, I didn't catch, I didn't watch every moment of it, but I didn't see one mistake. Did you? No. I didn't catch anything. It was really... And the other thing to note, if you go back and watch clips, the other thing to note is that Queen Elizabeth herself okayed every moment of the funeral. The grief of this day, felt not only by the late Queen's family, but all round the nation, the Commonwealth and the world, 
arises from her abundant life and loving service, now gone from us. Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Wendy's. We mentioned uh, late last week about Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen had been living apart for a bit, mm-hmm. all based on his decision to unretire, something that had been brewing for a really long time, I'm sure. Maybe that's why he was a little testy on the field this weekend. He was weekend. so super testy. I don't remember seeing him that mad before on the field. And did you guys see that he took a tablet on the sidelines that he was supposed to be looking at about plays and he threw it? Mm. He tantrum like threw it. No, but I did not see that. It's one of those mm. football tablets. You know that is super protected. He picked it right back up yeah, and got, blue Microsoft got back ones. to work. Yeah. He, I mean, they won that game, so he was fine in the fourth by the fourth quarter. But the word is, yes, they've been living apart. She has spent a lot of time away from him in Miami, in New York, and that she's busy with her own life now. He spoke yesterday about being emotional during football games, especially because there was a fight yesterday yeah. during um, his time on the field. I also have some news about. Anne Heche, she's got a memoir that's going to be released next year. Um, She had one already called Call Me Crazy. It was a bestseller in 2001. This one is called Call Me Anne. It's just a (laughs) follow-up, everything that happened to her since that time. So look Mm -hmm. for that. It may be a little heartbreaking, but she does talk about her relationship with Ellen in this one. I just learned something new that I have to share with everybody. Okay, about Murphy and Jody. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? Uh, they, is this the necklace Murphy? thing? No, Murphy and Jody. Well, by the way, the necklace is too... You took it off? It's too tight. Yeah, it's choking you. I know. There's a there's a, a, a knot in it, and we can't help her get it out. Anyway... I can later, though. That's not the thing I learned. Okay, so... The thing I learned, you two, you and Murphy were going back and forth, and you said Murphy doesn't know how to make a sandwich. That when he makes a sandwich, he plops everything down on it and doesn't spread it out. He does. Well, it depends on how much of a hurry that I'm in, you know? And this is just a typical married couple thing. Jody is really good. Jody actually, I think, makes the perfect sandwiches. Yeah. Spreads everything to the edge, uses a, you know. So you get a little something up that you're supposed to get in every bite. Sometimes I don't feel like dirty in utensils. So what I will do (laughs) is it's pretty, I mean, it's it's pretty. Use the bread trick. Yeah, you use the bread and the meat in combination with each other, and you can get pretty close to the edge. You're just (laughs) not particular. You're not very particular about things in the kitchen technically you're very particular about computers and phones but in the kitchen things are just kind of thrown together you know and i can't understand it well the thing about that is i'm totally with you because when i make sandwiches i used to make sandwiches for my kids yes uh you know it's it's perfect Mm-hmm. If I say so myself, I make sure they'll made it. Mayo goes to the edge. It's not too much. It's not too little. It's right. just right. Just wow. enough meat. Art. I don't want to cheat you on the meat. You're going to get enough stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Nice. But if I'm just eating it for myself and I don't have to show off, it, I, I kind of do it Murphy's way at times. Does it taste okay? I'll, I'll, I'll like the mayo. I'll take and squirt it around in a circle. Mm. And you take the two breads and you just kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. and hey, look, it's all spread on it both. Works. Yeah. I guess that's the dude's way. I can't it, it, do that. So, and here's the other thing, the way that I do it, you know, it, it adds a little variety to the meal. You take one bite and it's like, okay, this tastes really good. And then all of a sudden, boo, there's mustard. Yeah, that's exciting. You know I mean? It's just a, <laughs> it's you a, never, it's a hit or miss you, sandwich. You never know what you're going to get in every bite. So why not just spread it around with the meat? I guess. That's how you, you'll you get mustard and mayo dripped on you, though. Yeah. Now, how do you do it for peanut butter and jelly, though? That, that doesn't work for peanut butter and jelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just haven't tried it, Sam. It <laughs> works just great. So last week, Taco Bell brought back the Mexican pizza for good. 
No supply shortages, none of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't nonsense. It was real. Oh, yeah. you know, it felt like mm-hmm. nonsense to the consumer. So Pizza Hut says, hey, you know, we're, we're going to have some fun here since uh, Taco Bell is selling a pizza. Yeah. Oh. Pizza Hut says, okay, well, we're going to give you the Italian taco. Ha, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell us but about But they're it. not really selling an Italian taco. Oh. They're just saying, take a slice of pizza, fold it, you know, fold it in half, and it's Fold Italian it the way you're taco. supposed to pick up a big piece of pizza and eat it. Yeah. That's the kind of joke that if my dad were still around, he would lead us, you know, we would eventually get in the car, go to Pizza Hut, and that's when he'd to reveal get the joke. Is, yeah. Oh, no, they just meant to fold it. Here's the funny oh, part. That's yeah. sad. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they're both owned by the same company, you know, Yum Brands. So <laughs> I didn't know this that. This is kind of like the other brand, you know- Promoting, promoting this the other brand. brand. Yeah. Making it seem like a How challenge. are we going to use the Pizza Hut to promote Taco Bell? I'll tell you how we do it. Yeah. So you were in Good the point. board meeting. Uh-huh. That's that. exactly how it went. <laughs>